You're listening to the Fockdown Nation Network. Good morning, Vietnam! Okay, that's a really weird way to start a podcast, you guys. Uh, how are you doing? Good morning, good afternoon, good uh, evening, what have you, uh, whatever condition I find you in. I am certainly glad to be uh, in your earbuds, on your radio waves, again, what have you. Uh, this is a very, very special edition of Robert Land that we are calling Zach Land. Now, uh, Robert had an especially kooky idea that I just couldn't turn down. He said, Zach, I love you, and I know that you are a, a, a sexual legend. Would you please, please host a, uh, a guest episode of my podcast? And being the, uh, the humble, virile man that I am, I said, of course, Robert, and, uh, and, and you, can, you can pull your pants up now. I'm through with you. And, uh, and we, we agreed that it would be great if I got the opportunity to interview one of my best friends and super duper funny comedian and professional podcaster himself, Daryl Williams, you guys. He is, he's, he is a sexual dynamo as well. Uh, and he runs uh, two podcasts presently, This Comics Life podcast. Check it out. Uh, I've been on a couple episodes of that. Uh, You're Such a Sex in the City podcast where they, uh, he and April Lotshaw recap episodes of the very famous show Sex in the City. Uh, I've been on a couple episodes of that. Uh, and he has a brand new podcast that's set to debut shortly. Uh, it's such a good idea that I uh, I, pi- I got pissed off and renounced my religion when I heard it. I wished I'd come up with the idea myself. It's called Don't Spare the Details. And what, what he does is he has people come on his show and explain a piece of art, whether it's a, whether it's a movie or a book or a television series that he's never seen before. And he has them take him through it blow by blow and uh and there's much riffage and hilarity ensues always and uh and he's just getting that off the ground i taped an episode with him i'm really excited to have it come out uh but enough about me you guys let's talk about what's going on in this crazy world right i mean everything is so so crazy right now uh of course you know we're we're still in the midst of this pandemic and and of course there are there are just protests going on all over all over the country all over the world uh and you know here at robert land we're definitely uh going to you know support the black lives matter movement and we're not gonna not gonna make light of anything we're just gonna try and uh have a good time and, uh, and let you laugh if you guys want to laugh. Uh, so I think, without further ado, I am just going to take us into some theme park memories. Theme park memories. Oh, hey, one time I tried to kiss a girl at Six Flags, and 
Instead, uh, I got nervous and I screamed in her ear. And she's like, why'd you do that? And then I said, oh, I was just thinking about murdering you. And then she was like, oh, well, I'd rather die than have you try to kiss me. Okay, thank you. Theme park memories. Hey Robert, so trying to dig up um, roller coaster memories actually has been kind of therapeutic for me. I have a memory that um, I just remembered and it, I was on a Dumbo ride at like a fair and I think it was some kind of school board thing. Um, my grandma used to work for the school board. Not super necessary to the story. Anyways, I was probably like four or five and this little cunt was sitting behind me and she kept pulling on my hair the whole ride and then I hated Dumbo for like a while. Theme park memories. I, I just want to call and tell you the story about my my experience at Six Flags uh, Atlanta. Yeah, um, I was on that there uh, Batman ride and uh, I went on the loopy loop and I lost my hat. My daddy gave me that hat. His granddad gave him that hat. His granddaddy, granddaddy, granddaddy gave him that hat. And I was like, I'm not giving up my hat. So I went, I hopped the fence, and I went to go get my hat. And my hat got kicked off. And now I'm a ghost, because my hat. But I'm a headless ghost, and I got my hat back. I'd rather be a headless ghost with some asshole who doesn't have his hat, you know? So, I gotta say, I, I, give, I give six flags, five stars, pay for my great Theme park memories. What's going on, dude? It's Eddie Buckler, Sketchy Eddie, Sketch Ed, Eduardo Bucklardo. You know me, I'm an entrepreneur. Part of being an entrepreneur is making disgusting amounts of money. And another part about being an entrepreneur is helping out the people. You know, we're in turbulent times right now. What with the protests, the coronavirus is still lagging around. You know, when I first heard about the protests, I knew I had to be there. I had to be a part of history. And when I got there, I mean, it was just so wild, you know? It was like a religious experience. I mean, people were chanting. It was like a prayer, you know? Like we were praying just about how much we don't like cops. I got swirled up into the energy, you know? It was just so crazy. I even macked out with this chick. She was a little fugly. I mean, we were vibing, who cares? Everybody had just been so pent up, you know, with the lockdown and whatnot. I scored a ton of phone numbers too. I also may or may not have allegedly destroyed certain property. You know, it felt good to get out there and support. I was riding high for days. But around five days later, I started noticing that my edibles didn't taste as vibrant as they normally did. Right then and there, I knew. I caught coronavirus. I went and got tested, but I'm the kind of guy, anytime I go get tested for something, I already know it's gonna come back positive. Yeah, I got COVID. It's a bummer. I've been quarantining at my boy Chalmers' place. Just watching a lot of YouTube. Fortunately, it hasn't been that big of a deal for me. 
But being the entrepreneur that I am, why not turn a positive for me into a positive for you? And that's why I'm offering Sketchy Eddie's COVID immunity. I can't believe no one else has thought of this yet. I mean, I think the best way to avoid getting COVID is to get COVID, you know? Just get it over with, like those Swedish guys said. So that's what I'm offering. I'm offering an array of healthy products with my bodily fluids intermixed. I've got matcha teas, cookies, all sorts of things. They contain trace amounts of my saliva and blood. At a higher price point, I'll even include other fluids. Sketchy Eddie's COVID immunity. You know, it, it just kind of happened organically. You know, my homie who heard about it, he told me straight up. He's like, Eddie, just spit in my mouth right now, man. Just give it to me, bro. I want to get it. And I was like, I felt kind of weird about it. You know, it's kind of a weird thing to spit into another dude's mouth. I mean, no judgment if that's your thing. Just never really been about that. But I complied and I realized right then and there that I was onto something. Sketchy Eddie's COVID immunity. You know, it's been selling fast. And I mean, I only have so much bodily fluid a day. I mean, I think they say your body is like 69% water. I don't know. In any event, you know, I'm also hopefully not going to have COVID for that much longer. So hit me up while you can. Sketchy Eddie's COVID immunity. The FDA strongly discourages infecting yourself with the coronavirus. The CDC strongly discourages ingesting the bodily fluids of patients that have tested positive for coronavirus. Health organizations around the world would recommend trying to avoid getting the coronavirus rather than infecting yourself with it. Sketchy Eddie's COVID immunity. So many memories, so many theme parks, so so much to know. And I, you know, I heard a little birdie told me that uh, some of the theme parks are going to be reopening. Obviously, it's with restrictions. Um, I, you know, if they can, if they can do it and be safe. Um, but what constitutes safe in Florida is a little bit different. I mean, you know, come on. They got they got alligators eating freaking people out there. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you know, just uh, just watch yourself. Uh, make sure that you stay six feet away from all swamps, lagoons, and uh, and other reservoirs of, of water out there. Um, but right now, it is time for a very special theme park memory with our friend. Maybe you've heard of him. Doesn't have a big penis. Robert Thompson. Take it away, Robert. This is Theme Park Minute with Robert Thompson. Lake Compounds, the oldest amusement park in America, is located in Bristol and Salington, Connecticut. Opened in 1846, it is also home to the 14th oldest wooden roller coaster in the world, the Wildcat. Its newer wooden roller coaster, Boulder Dash, has won the Golden Ticket Award for the number one wooden roller coaster in the world for five consecutive years. It has also won a game of bingo, enjoys mall walks, and matlock reruns. Get it? Because it's fucking old as fuck. I bet you guys didn't know that. Well, that's my that's my very bad impression of Robert Thompson. He's a delightful fellow. I really do love him. And uh, now, guys, without further ado, my interview with Daryl Williams. Hey, welcome to uh, 
a very special Zach-centric episode of Robert Land, uh, the uh, radio not safe for work theme park podcast type thing uh, that you all know and love. Uh, this is this is a great honor for me personally, um, and I'm joined by one of my very favorite people to talk to, one of my very, very good friends in comedy, and one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, Daryl Williams. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? It's going, it's going good, man. I think, you know, everyone has just accepted that quarantine is our life now. Yep. Yeah. I don't talk to people in real life anymore, just through airwaves. I, I know. Isn't it so? So uh, just to give people a little bit of background, Daryl is something of a prolific podcaster himself. Mm-hmm. And he's had me on uh, three of your programs so far. And I, I think you've interviewed me like five times now, right? I definitely know all about you and yet nothing all at the same time. It's yeah. Well, your your short term memory is uh, pretty deplorable, man. <laughs> your name's it's, Zach, right? Yeah, today. Um, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> who knows tomorrow? I mean, boy, shit's going <laughs> down. You know, might yeah might be changing it I to mean, V for Vendetta. You know what I mean? You've definitely been yeah on this comics life. Uh, my new podcast that I will keep under wraps for now. But also, uh, Sex in the City too. I mean, you've definitely done all of them. So this this is something of a treat for me um, because I've never gotten to interview you, Daryl. Yeah, that's dope. The this tables is, have turned. I know this is this is a total role reversal here, which is one of your biggest kinks. I am to understand. Yeah, I do like to be on bottom every now and then, for sure. Yeah, dude, just you know. Uh, like the Steely Dan song, Peg, it will come back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Man, Steely Dan, don't rest on that. No, oh, I... Man. I... Don't they have a, a roller coaster, a Steely Dan roller coaster? I know they have an Aerosmith roller coaster at Disney World. Yeah, I World. know that. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. knows that. I want to say there's like a Jimmy Buffett roller coaster, too. Right. Well, they should have a Steely Dan roller coaster, like at least, and you gotta like, you know, like be, like you you have to be able to like take like a six inch dildo to ride it. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. I mean, I I was thinking that you had to understand like essential principles of music theory, but I like mm. yours better. I think yours. <laughs> Yours separates the wheat from the chaff a little bit more, kind of right. what I think. Yeah. What so, other bands do you think are named after dildos, or do you think like other bands could have been named after dildos as well? I know that the Velvet Underground they're named after um, they're named after a BDSM book that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, John Cale and Lou Reed found when they were you know. Just, just sort of wandering around the streets of New York, high on God knows what, they found like a fucking lurid, you know, piece of erotica, and they were like, "This has got to be the band name." Which, you know, rightly so. What better story could there possibly be? 
Yeah, uh, and that gave way to the ever popular '80s synth band that was like a prog rock megasaur. It was uh, the Joy of Sex. The Joy of Sex. Uh, I'm trying to think of band names that are specifically sex oriented. I mean, the Divinals had that "Touch Myself" song. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the Sex Pistols. I mean, I guess that could Pistols, be a yeah. Pretty on the nose. Um, pretty on the nose. Isn't there, uh, isn't there like uh, Whaler and the Orgasms or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, then there, I think so. There was a band also that was called like Twenty Two Ounce or something like that, where it was like a measurement, and oh. I forget what the measurement was. Probably how much they um, can jizz. That's what it was. That's They're, what they it was. Yeah. They they were asked a uh in an interview like what's the reason for this number and it's like that's the amount of the average jizz. <laughs> 22 ounce? It wasn't that's, ounces. It was like like 22 grams or something like that or some um, sort of I forget what like it was, but I got to look it up. Because I'll look it up. Okay. Oh, are you talking about 10 cc? Yeah, 10 cc's. Yeah. 10 oh my CCs. god. That's where they got their band name? That's where they got it from was that's the amount of jizz Pop rockers on 10 cc are named after the volume of seminal fluid in a typical uh wank. Yep. That's, that's hard rock, right? That's wild. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's insane. They should I, <laughs> They should have a roller coaster too. They yeah they should it should be called the ten cc you later and uh, mm-hmm. and at the end they should hit you with the blinder which is just like the photograph at the end and it like snaps like so bright that you're that you're blinded by the whiteness that they're hitting you with uh, and then when you get off the ride you're kind of like disoriented and uh, you know the the photograph just like documents your shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not 10 cc's, but obviously you should have blinded by the light playing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That would be good. I feel like, yeah, 10 cc's, the ride would have like some sort of like, you know, like splash zone or something like that. Yeah, no, no, no. There would there would definitely be a, a drenching element in the ride. Yeah. Something like, you know, uh, Jurassic Park in Universal Studios or something like that. Yeah, totally, totally. So, people, Daryl is something of an expert in the world of uh, of theme parks, and has uh, something of a unique experience in that he worked for for years. Uh, yeah, it was like three, almost four years. Three year, uh, four years as a costume character at Disneyland. Yeah, back in the day they called them pageant helpers. I don't know if they still do. They were trying to like keep the illusion of like, oh no, there aren't people in those costumes. It's the actual real life Disneyland character. That's Pluto's erection. There's not a man in there. <laughs> don't don't totally. worry. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. I mean, oh man. So there was definitely a lot of erections in those costumes. I guarantee you. I well okay so um when Keith Carey was on the podcast before he talked about 
actually having sex while he operated a ride while he worked yeah. at Disneyland. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I know... I definitely had plenty of sex at Disneyland, like on stage and backstage, for sure. Oh, oh, like on stage? Anything you'd care to divulge? Um, there was one time I definitely got head on the Haunted Mansion, uh, but that's, I think, a lot of people. I don't think that's like, you know, just me. That's crazy, man. That's, um, I mean, that's awesome. Spooky blowjobs. I'm in favor of it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I left some, uh, spooky dead babies on the... <laughs> On the train. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, man. I just imagine no. like the voice of the narrator being like, if you're not careful, you could lose your head. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blow your brains out. Yeah, and just, you know, just... <laughs> spooky spooky blowjobs. Um, yeah. One time I was um, in Geppetto, um, the costume, and mm-hmm. uh, we would do these um, nights that were like special season pass holder nights where they would close the park early and then they would open it back up like in the evening for like just season pass holders. Right. Yeah. I've, so, I've like, been from- to those before. They're super awesome. You get to stay until yeah. like two or three in the morning and like... There's less lines because it's a, an additional ticketed event, and you can just like ride Indiana Jones five times in a row. It's fucking phenomenal. It's amazing. Yeah, like there's no wait for any ride. There's like literally like two thousand people in a park that holds like eighty thousand. Yeah, dude. And so everything's a walk on. Everything, and but for some stupid reason, like the character management was all like, "Oh yeah, they'll definitely want characters there." And obviously we were like, well, it's a shift. A shift is a shift. I don't care what I'm going to work. But there was literally nobody in the park. So like me and this girl that was in Pinocchio, we're just like walking around basically just doing nothing. Like we maybe saw like one person in a half hour. That's crazy. And so like... So we're walking around um, in like kind of like in between Fantasyland and Frontierland. There's like a a walkway that used to be, I guess they would call it like the Hunchback Promenade Trail or whatever. I don't know what it is now. I think mm-hmm. that's where Star Wars Land is now. Right. Anyway. Right. Right. <coughs> so anyway, this is like circa like 2000, and um. We're walking, yeah, like you said, it's late at night. It's like probably like, yeah, one in the morning. And um, we totally hear some like rustling in the bushes. And it's like kind of near Tom Sawyer's uh, river. And we go over and look and there's two people totally just like fucking in the bushes. And And you joined them? Yeah, as Pinocchio and Geppetto. Yep, we just got in a four-way. That would be so disturbing because Pinocchio is the is the son that Geppetto wished for. So 
Mm-hmm. It's fucking Geppettophile, like, wishes for a son so that he can have sex with it. It's Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just the implications of that are, are grisly, dude. I mean, side note, you're not having, like, a live-action remake of Pinocchio right now. You're not doing it. Because, yeah, he's wishing for a small piece of wood to turn into a little boy. He's, like, he's like just so, ex- like meticulously carving it and he's like oh if i if i get it close mm-hmm. enough it'll look mm-hmm. like a real a real little boy that i could just have right just be and then i can just like wish on a star and then someday it'll turn to real life and then i'll have it for myself and you're My like magical what a insect Whoa. friend will will bring him to life and just so well, creepy. actually no the fairy godmother did that i guess jiminy cricket mm-hmm. how does jiminy cricket get involved he's just sort of like she's he's the there. conscience of uh pinocchio but he's the shittiest conscience ever yeah because he's so tiny that he can't he can't be like no don't go to jackass island Blah! he just like floats away because there's a breeze i want to say in the original Grimm's fairy tale or whatever uh pinocchio kills uh Jiminy Cricket like halfway through the book. It's probably because Jiminy Cricket was like, don't have sex with your dad. No, no. And then <laughs> He's like, it's wrong to have sex with your dad. He's like, shut the fuck up. You can't do that. It goes against the order of nature. No. And then, yeah. He sounds mm-hmm. like SpongeBob when I do him. <laughs> <laughs> Jiminy when you SpongeBob. wish on a pineapple. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck your dad, Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So 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 you see people boning in the bushes and um Yeah, and, and then we totally like just walk away and just you know, pretty much let them have their, their moment. I mean I'm no narc. I'm not gonna like what am I gonna do? Like tell the security guard like, oh, there's two youths having intercourse in the bushes sorry you so that's like the opposite of bro code it's yeah it's like that's like an authoritarian cock block right there is you're telling your boss <laughs> that someone else is having sex it definitely seemed though that like they had a plan to do this because they like brought blankets and like you know pillows and stuff and it wasn't like because oh. they weren't just like on the leaves and whatnot. It was like they totally like made a a little like area. Maybe maybe they were the Swiss Family Robinson man. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Or they maybe. were just like you know trying to work off like some bucket list item. Like I want to have sex at Disneyland. I mean, having having sex on the resort property is just so easy. I mean, all you'd have to do is rent a hotel room, um, ditto with Disney World. But I think having sex in the park, like while the park is open, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, I definitely had more sex uh, as an employee backstage than I did on stage. That's yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So when you got when you got blown on Haunted Mansion, that was uh that was while you were working the ride or uh <laughs> no, I wasn't working the ride. No, uh I actually was on a break 
And during my break, we decided to go on the ride. And then one thing led to another. <laughs> she was just like, oh, my God, that candlestick's floating. Let me blow you. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl. Well, you- I also I, I feel like I don't remember the conversation, but in my recollect, I feel like I kind of dared her to do it. And as a um, the, young the- Christian girl that she was, she was definitely up for the dare and she wasn't going to turn down, you know, a challenge. Daryl with the with the rapiest move of all time. <laughs> like there was consent. There I didn't w- force her on the ride. I mean there there was, but I mean if your line was literally "I dare you to blow me," then that's kind of. She could have definitely been like, "You're an idiot." I'm yeah. walking away now and getting a churro. <laughs> Instead, you uh, gave her your churro. Yep, what? it was definitely filled as well. Yeah, pipe and anyway, uh, uh, I I have this. Uh, I remember the first day that I uh, was working in Eeyore, um, breaking the fourth wall a little bit. There's what they call doubles, which is basically a uh, person that is the same character as you, but when you're on a break, they're working on stage, and then when you're on stage, they're having a break. Right, because those costumes get, like, fucking hot, right? Right, so you basically do, like, a half hour in costume, and then you do a half hour out of costume. So, Mm -hmm. but there's constant coverage of that character uh, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the the double that I was working with, he kept high fiving me and saying like you know counting the like like three times yo five times yo and I'm like what the fuck is he counting and then halfway through the day I finally asked him and he was like dude it's like the amount of times I've jerked off in the costume today today <laughs> yeah. And I guess, like, if if you look at how much Gatorade is this guy drinking? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, he's he was very virile, I guess. Yeah, you know, he's, super hydrated. He's meeting a he's meeting a lot of Eeyore fans, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, I I just like picture him when he's not in the costume. He's just like he's just like gulping down slices of deli ham. <laughs> and yeah. like just drinking muscle just electrolytes and Powerade to right. like prevent himself from passing out. Yeah, from and he's just like doing so sit-ups nonstop. Did he? Was he like on Viagra? That's such. That's so huh. prolific, dude. Well, I I would assume he was probably in his early twenties, uh, maybe late teens. Oh, so that's... I don't know. What 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 do you think is your uh top in a day? I think the most I did in a day was like 7 or 8, but that was that was with another person. Oh, right. So, yeah. What about solo? Solo, I think I've topped out cuz the thing is is like after you hit like 4, maybe 5, then it just starts to hurt. True, and then you're also kind of shooting blanks, too, at that point. I know. It's like you you theoretically could, but just things are things are not feeling it down there, you know? They're 
There definitely needs to be a uh, ebb and flow. There's a, a, refractory, a refractory period. period. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like riding a roller coaster. I remember riding the Viper uh, roller coaster at Ma- Magic Mountain. And it was just like another scenario where it was like a very private event. So like there was no line mm-hmm. and um, we totally went on Viper. Like me and my friends, it must've been like five times in a row. We didn't even get off the ride. It just was like, do it again, do it again. No, Six Flags, Six Flags is, is great that way because they like, it doesn't have as big of crowds you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's there's a ton of people there and it's like a lot of a lot of space to cover, but you can they have so many rides and relatively right. less people that if you if you're like, "Hey, let's ride Cyclone six times in a row" or "Hey, let's ride Ninja again," you know, it you can yeah. do that. You can totally do that and just walk straight to the front of the ride pretty much. And after like the fifth time doing it, like in a row, I definitely was like, I got to get off this ride and puke. I can't do it. I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> everyone, everyone talks about Viper as like, that is the ride that fucking concussed me out of my medical career. Like, <laughs> is it still around? I haven't been to Six Flags in forever. Dude, I haven't been to Six Flags in forever. When, when all this quarantine shit is over... I really, really want to go to six. Part of like working on this podcast, I'm realizing I fucking love upside down, loop de loop, shit your sure. pants roller coasters. And sure, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I love Disneyland. I love the experience. I love the food right. and the merch and the characters and everything being there. It's so immersive. It's great. But like the one box that it really really doesn't tick except for a couple of rides is like thrill rides it's like heart stopping sure pulse racing action you know which was like i mean that was like the thing when 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 i was a kid in the 90s like yeah and i wasn't even big enough to go to six flags you would hear about six flags and like you know, right? Like you would their go commercials on like, are like fucking, fucking like horror gold movies, digger, you know, <laughs> and <Yeah>. like f- <laughs> you'd be like going on Colossus and Gold Digger, and that's it. And you're like, oh, or Ninja Two, and you're like, someday I'm gonna go on Viper. I'll show you. Yeah, no, I mean, I remember before they had that um, bald diminutive dancing guy for their yeah. for their spokesperson all of their ads oh, right. were like colossus now riding backwards also we'll punch you in the face when you get off you're a little nancy boy go fuck yourself six flags ride the thrills or whatever it was, you know. yep yeah, um that, i feel that like voice there took a lot also, out of me <laughs> yeah me too that, let's not do that ever again i'll do the music next time Okay, we'll switch roles. Anyway, I feel like there was this time when I was in, like, fucking... Obviously, we're both SoCal kids. So, yeah, I went to Six Flags quite a bit. And uh, there was a time where I was, like, yeah, ruthless and relentless. Like, every roller coaster, I was like, bring it. Bring it. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I got to literally, like, age 35 or something like that. And I went on Silver Bullet, which was over in... uh, um. Knott's Berry Farm, and I fucking 
like almost had like a heart attack or I was like, I got to sit down. I got to fucking, uh, man, I was, I was not feeling good after that. And I was like, what happened? Like what happened to my body that I can't take this anymore? I hear the mind is willing, but the body is not. I hear so many stories from people where they're just like, yeah, dude, I used to love upside down crazy shit. And then, you know, I, yep. I turned, you know, 33 and all of a sudden I realized I have a wife and kids that I need to come home to. And it's like, I'm, I'm super worried that when I do go to Six Flags for the first time in like a decade, I'm just, I'm just going to be like, oh my God, what if, what if Christina has to like, you know, identify my corpse from falling off of Superman or some shit, you know, (laughs) like, See, the thing with me is, like, I'm not worried about, like, my family because that's non-existent. I'm really thinking of, like, why did I have five beers and that whole funnel cake to myself? Maybe that's the difference now is is because we can, (laughs) we're old enough to, like, drink and smoke. Maybe you just have hypertension, Daryl. When was the last time you went to a doctor? (laughs) That's what I really need to do is, yeah, it's like I need to, I need to go to a urgent care uh, theme park. Did you get the, is your doctor the Six Flags voice guy and that's why you don't want to go? Daryl, <laughs> you have high cholesterol. And when you leave this office, I'm going to punch you in the face. Colossus, now riding backwards at Six Flags, bitches. That's it. <laughs> Yep. If that was my general practitioner, I'd be pretty scared myself, Daryl. No, I could understand that, too. He's like, never go on Colossus. You need a colostomy bag, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a colossal-sized colostomy bag. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss an opportunity for branding. Dr. Dr. Magic yep. Mountain, he'll... Uh, <laughs> You'll so pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> oh, such a such a tagline. So that's like a, that's a good thing to talk about because we are SoCal brats. Uh, there's sure. so many amusement parks around here. Like, what's your? Did you go to? Did you go to Knotts? Did you go to like Castle oh, Park or yeah. Legoland or any of that shit? I went to Castle Park for sure. Uh, d- what was that one? The Pharaohs way out in fucking the IE or whatever. Okay, I've it was like some, I've heard of uh, like Castle Park and like some of these other ones. Yeah, Castle Park really, was in Riverside. That yeah. was more of like a uh, like golf course, like a putt putt, like a miniature golf course, plus like kind of like carnival rides. It it sounds whenever I hear someone describing it, it sounds like Action Park West. Like, have you ever heard of yeah. Action Park in New Jersey? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen pictures. I haven't gone. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it inspired a Johnny Knoxville movie, if that gives you any idea of the, like, overall caliber of this theme park. Um, <laughs> well, if it's a Johnny Knoxville vehicle, it has to be gold. I mean, the man can do no wrong. Did you see Bad Grandpa too? I mean, <laughs> there was a he, sequel. Yeah, he <laughs> redefined Grandpappery. It was amazing, and I got a. I grand thought you were just mirror. saying Grand. <laughs> I thought you were just saying uh, Bad Grandpa as well. <laughs> yeah, Bad Grandpa 
Two. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh. I think there was a sequel. I think there... I probably. hope not. I mean, Americans pay to see garbage. I, I shouldn't say that. That's true. On a podcast that makes true. me sound so elitist, but like... Oh my god, man! There's so many Fast and the Furious movies. Like seriously, <laughs> they're 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 fucking like driving nuclear submarines in the most recent Fast and the Furious movie. It's a little mm-hmm. bit out of hand. But yeah, did sorry. you go on the Fast and Furious ride at Universal Studios? Don't they have it as I've, part of the tram ride? I've never been in the. I've taken the studio tour at Universal Studios. But that was yeah. it. I haven't been inside the park. And um, when I took the studio tour, it was probably in like the early 90s. So it was still when they had like right. Backdraft and Back to the Future. I don't sure. even think they had Jurassic Park as part of the ride right. yet. Yeah, so it was still like E.T. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was that like real like just just child of the eighties type stuff, you know? So man, I remember going on that ET ride and at the end of the ride, they had you place in your name. So like, because like at the end ET would say your name and be like, you know, Zach, thank you for the adventure. (laughs) And then like, kind of like, you know, have an animatronic, like, you know, ET wave at you or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like, I remember they didn't have like Daryl as a pre labeled like they only had so many names that they had like available that you could like program ET to say. So what, so I, what I, did I remember it say? I remember getting so upset like to my dad I was like they don't have Daryl what's up like blah 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 and he's like just choose Darren. <laughs> oh and my so god. Then, I went on the ride, and then he was like, "Is that Darren, why you don't talk to your dad the, anymore?" It is. It's actually that. That was the last time I talked to him. Was that day? So, so ET was like, "Thank you, Darren." I was like, "You can talk to ET, not me anymore, Dad. Fuck you." Yeah, seriously. I'm never gonna phone home. Oh. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering <laughs> Every if Every time had... the phone rings, it's not going to be from me. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if you like could type in your name and then it was just like whatever Yeah. whatever like just aggravated teenager was working the ride that day was just like Daryl. Thank you well, for the adventure. <laughs> if they could do that, obviously it would just be like fuck 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 fuck. Thank you for the adventure. I see why they didn't let you pick your own name because there would have been a lot of like, <laughs> there would have been a lot of people naming themselves like Poop Butt and stuff, you know? Yeah, Poop Butt, definitely. Mm-hmm, poop for sure. Butt, thank you for the adventure. Yep. <laughs> poop Butt, phone home. Yeah, exactly. I That's- mean, obviously, you would think that they should, though, because like, like how many, like, you know, People, people from, from other countries were coming yeah. to yeah Universal Studios. Like there had to have been like you know Jesus and like Muhammad and all those like yeah yeah programmed yeah like in, right the most popular names in the world. You would think like they would have to have those, but of course. 
But they don't, don't have Daryl? Like, come on. Daryl? I don't know. I don't know. I understand it's not spelled the same, but big whoop. Like, it just... I don't care how E.T. says it. <laughs> what if What if he had your name, but it was, like, spelled with two R's, and then he, like, specifically was like, thank you, Daryl, with two R's for the adventure. And you were like, God <laughs> damn it, E.T. <laughs> You're like, fuck you, E.T. Fuck you, E.T., and fuck you, Dad. This is this is the worst birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want a frozen lemonade. Gosh. Oh, who doesn't want to? Especially right now, it is so balls hot. Oh, uh, yeah. Long a frozen beach. lemonade sounds great right now. A oh, Dole Whip, God. those sound Ooh. good, too. Fuck yeah. Dude, in, uh, in Disney World, they have other flavors of Dole Whip. Oh really? Like a yeah. pineapple or like other fruits and stuff? Well, they they do a lot of citrus. The main one they have is the citrus swirl, which is orange flavored. Um, but then they had like, mm. I want to say we had a lime one, which was really really good. Um, and then they have papaya flavored. I think we had because that's um, dope. Like in what the about, park, like, they have the these. Sound like swirls. orange Julius flavors now. They, um, I mean, they weren't, I'm sure you can get floats of all of those flavors where you, you know, you cover it in like the, the syrup, right? Or that's what they do with the Dole Whip floats, right? Something like that. I'm not familiar how they made Dole Whips. I thought it was just a way that they, uh, blended the fruit. Oh no. I mean, you can... The Dole Whip is like it's basically soft serve with um with the fruit juice in or like the fruit cocktail juice in there. But then they they also do right, like it's infused floats where they where they'll like put it in some soda that also has the syrup in it, right? Man, I wish we had Robert here to tell us like the definitive reason because I bet he's very up to date about this. Daryl, I'm I'm not gonna sit here while you accuse me of blowing this opportunity. I am. I'm You're not. blowing it, Zach. Zach, thank you for the lame adventure. Thank you for fucking up so bad, Zach. With two K's, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, ET. With two E's and two T's. You want to hear some more stories? Yeah, absolutely. From uh, being a character. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So there was this one time I remember. Uh, there was a long pause after you were like, "Do you want to hear more stories?" And I was like, "Yeah." And you were like, "So anyway, <laughs> it, was just, it was very disorienting. It was very like, are you just gonna getting off on being withholding?" Is <laughs> no, it's please tell a dramatic us. pause. I was also taking a drink from my beverage. Daryl, regale us with more stories. <laughs> okay, so I remember when I was, uh, I turned 18 and I was working at Disneyland and for my 18th birthday, I was like all bummed out that I couldn't do anything cool because I was working at Disneyland and I was with my buddy and he was going to be my double and we were supposed to be doing um Eeyore in Town Square, which is like kind of the entrance of Disneyland. 
Right, right, right. By the by the train like and where, everything. Where like, yeah, the train and like the uh fire station and Abraham Lincoln's whole thing is So you're you're set anyway. up like right at the end of uh Great Moments with uh Mr. Lincoln right there before exactly. like right before you hit the shops. Yeah. Like, hey, after you saw all those presidents, did you want to see Eeyore? Of course you did. Here's some more great Americans. Eeyore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. He's another great president. president he also Taft. suffered from depression, just like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the size of Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> so I'm standing there like so we're supposed to be in Eeyore like as doubles and like I was like talking to my lead who's like the boss you know and um, I was like man it's my 18th birthday fuck Eeyore this is stupid and she's like oh well since it's your birthday do you want to do like you could pick any character in your height range that you could you whatever you want to do. <laughs> It's a very, like, like, not Rudy moment where they're like, no, your height is definitely going to limit your opportunities, Daryl. (laughs) Well, in, like, this realm of work or whatever, there's, like, height requirements where, like, you know, there's Mm -hmm. four, there's uh, Mickey height, Pluto height, and Goofy height. So those three, like, Mickey height were basically, like, people under 5'2", Pluto height was like people under five ten, and then like Goofy height was under like six seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I was a Pluto height character, so like I could do all the characters in that height range. So I picked Tweedledee, and then my partner, who was the double, was going to be Tweedledum, and then we were just going to be the two Tweedles from Alice in Wonderland and run That's around and be cut. stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had the Tweedles in the park already, so it wasn't like, I want to be Quasimodo, or I want to be the, I don't know, like mid. (laughs) uh, We're going to have to go six feet under the Matterhorn to pull that one out of cold storage. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I want to be Mad Metamim from Sword of Stone. (laughs) Oh my God, I I just rewatched that. Like, like maybe yeah. a month ago. Yeah. I want to be a country bear. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I miss the country bear jamboree. The country bear jamboree. I have another story about that later if you want to remind me. Anyway, uh, okay, I'll so try, going, but no promises. <laughs> okay. So going yeah. back to this where we were like hanging out in Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And we're doing all like, you know, stupid uh crazy stuff because they're like zany wacky characters and like obviously that's the thing you can do animation that you wouldn't normally do in eeyore eeyore is supposed to be all like you know doped up on heroin and shit Mm -hmm. and like the tweedles are supposed to be like all fucking like cocaine doubt yeah exactly so like completely different drugs when you're like (laughs) animating is that how they train you is they're like yeah, so if that's you've how ever I done always speed, thought it was. Is, that's, that's the that's energy where you I really bring to literally TV. got my animation from. Is like, what type of drug would this character be on? <laughs> I'm just thinking of every time I've seen um, the costumed Eeyore, like put his his hands over his eyes, like he's ashamed, yeah. and I'm just like, oh my god, 
he's a sad fucking junkie. This is really depressing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eeyore's got a problem and no one wants to talk about it. Yeah, it's like totally like having like a sleeping bag, but with like a hula hoop in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, so any- it's also perfect for jerking off in, apparently. So, also well, like obviously, how often, I mean, could you jerk off in a sleeping bag with hula hoop in it? Of course you could. <laughs> yeah. I've I've jacked off in harder circumstances. Believe you me. Yeah. I, yeah. I've jerked off in less. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah yeah yeah. You guys are all uh, coked out Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Okay yeah. So like the one rule that like my boss was giving us was like, hey, you got to stay in town square. You can't leave it. And we were like, sure, no problem. So then. 10 minutes later, the band, like the Disneyland band, like starts up in town square and starts like having a parade or whatever. So then me and my uh, Tweedle compatriot was like, well, let's join the band and walk down Main Street was also, which also uh, side side note, a big no, no for any character. That was the one big rule that you could never do as a character was walk down Main Street. Oh, right, because, because there was horses and there was, like, trolleys, and it was something about, like, liability where you could, like, get hit by a trolley, and they were like, fuck that. Don't do and it. And there's also, like, hella obstacles if you think about it and people just walking through, and so, yeah, I, I, I believe Definitely. It. It's, yeah. it's a huge bottleneck. So, anyway, we fucking said nuts to that, and we walked down Main Street anyway with the band. So, we were like, hey, the band's going to block us. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the plaza, which is at the end of Main Street, and that's where like Carnation uh, Cafe is, and all like the Plaza Inn and all these restaurants, and that's where like the bronze statue of uh, Walt Disney is, and everything. Mm-hmm. So we're hanging out there, and then the band decides to go over to Carnation Plaza and like have this like Latin jazz night. What? So then, yeah, I don't know why, whatever, for whatever reason, they turn into like a Latin jazz band and they start playing all this Latin music. And then me and like the other Tweedle, oh, we start so, getting into like. So, hmm? like, it wasn't a parade. It was just the band was like walking down Main Street to get to the Plaza Inn. They were playing music as they were walking down Main Street, but it was all like, you know, Sousa stuff, like, you know, marching band shit. Like when the Saints go marching in and shit like that. Right, exactly. So then, but once they got to Carnation Plaza, it turned into like Latin, like like Ricky Martin night. Okay. (laughs) So like Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin both showed up and... (laughs) They were and like your controlling the came band. True, because yeah, you love those two sexy, swarthy men. Yes, I was like, bye, Lilo. Uh, oh my way gosh, you over. Yeah, bye, Lamor. Yep, it was it was amazing. <laughs> so anyway, obviously, okay. So so unbeknownst to us, 
there was like this special event or there was this like new thing that they were like trying to do with the band where they were like trying to have like Latin nights on Fridays or whatever. And it was going to be supposed to be like, you know, like Latin centric and it was supposed to be just for like uh, salsa dancing and things like that. So like all these big wigs were there like to like make sure this goes off without a hitch. And unbeknownst to us, we show up and we start just making everything like all wacky and like crazy. And we start doing like conga lines and we start doing just all this like disruption. And we basically like we make all the like people have fun and whatnot. But it's definitely like if you look on the edge of the like perimeter of the like venue, like all these big wigs and ties and like, you know, little like ear buds like in their ears they're all just like what the fuck is going on here (laughs) and we're just like dancing with the like latin people we're totally like it it's it's like basically like like the latin uh salsa dancing starring tweedledee and tweedledum (laughs) wait wait wait. but like okay okay if you guys had been dressed as two of the three caballeros, it wouldn't have been a oh, problem. A, it would have been way better, way better. Definitely. Yeah, it would have been like totally on brand, and you know your yep. marketing gurus may not have even noticed, but they were like Tweedledee. What? They don't have anything to do with salsa music. Um, nope. It's and definitely question- the furthest thing away from like salsa music. I think. I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Lewis Carroll is the furthest thing from salsa dancing. It is scientifically proved. Um, But uh, my question was: Hey, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, don't don't you have like a handler? Don't you have like um, no, like someone who's like, oh, sorry, Eeyore has to go away and all that shit. Well, here's the thing, like. 60% 60% of the characters would have those handlers, which were called hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing. Um, most of the time, those were just for, like, you know, photo booths and, like, popular characters. Like, yeah, if you were Tweedledee and Tweedledum, you were not getting a host because half the time you wouldn't even get bothered because nobody would know who the fuck you were. Yeah, no one wants Tweedledum's signature. Yeah. Right. They're like, who's this Down Syndrome kid? I don't know what cartoon that's from. <laughs> I was born after Michael Jordan stopped playing basketball. I don't get any of that. Right. Where am I right now? Yeah. This doesn't look like the kid from Up. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Pixar. Don't even get me started. But anyway, so... <clears throat> A lot of times, yeah, especially it depends on, like, the time of day and whatnot. Like, obviously, like, if you're working, like, an evening on a Tuesday night, like, the park's not crowded. It's not, like, really that, like, busy or whatever. So most of the time, yeah, you wouldn't have hosts because you could just work your own crowd. You don't have to worry about, like, somebody helping you. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have a handler, clearly. Mm-hmm. That was part of the reason why we were doing it in the first place. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, so, like, we're doing all this crazy dancing and having a blast, and it was amazing. And we thought that we were, like, 
you know, making like all these people's day. And we actually got like five guest compliments. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, is about getting a guest compliment is they have to put in the fucking work. Like a guest has to go back to the fire station and wait in line. And then after that line, put in the compliment and say, Hey, this cast member like gave me an extra special, you know, experience or whatever. And I want to just tell you guys that they did something cool. And we got five of those. So like five people went back to the fire station and was like, man, Tweedledee and Tweedledum made my fucking night. Tweedledee and Tweedledum made my day. I hadn't thought of them for 30 years, but they made my fucking day. (laughs) Exactly. But since we weren't supposed to be there, and obviously since it was the first night of this Latin night or whatever... The bigwigs were definitely like, fuck you. Where the fuck did you like get the approval to be here? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and then our boss got in trouble because she was like, yeah, I told them to stay in the fucking plaza and they didn't like, so don't tell me or you can't blame me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, we got five compliments. What the (laughs) fuck? That doesn't mean anything to you bitches. And they were like, no, it doesn't because you weren't supposed to be there. It's, it's like your liar, liar moment where you're like, I hold myself in contempt. Yeah. The whole it's damn like, system I, is wrong. <laughs> like, like, you tell those five people that gave me compliments that we weren't supposed to be there and see what they do. <laughs> they will tell you that they should have been there. They will tell them that Tweedledee and Tweedledum are a magic experience that make... Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin look like paltry turds. That's what they'll say. Here's the thing, though, is that like a, a few months later, I, I was talking to the, one of the musicians that was in the band, and he basically told me, like, oh, yeah, they were just upset that you upstaged the band. Like, the director mm. of the band was like, what the fuck? This was supposed to be all about the band, and now Tweedledee and Tweedledum are here? What the fuck? <laughs> He's like, people come to Disneyland for the cultural experience of authentic yeah. salsa music. And they want to hear a marching band play authentic salsa music in That's... a 50s diner, all right? <laughs> you know what they don't print on the tickets? Tweedledee and Tweedledum ruin salsa night. That's what. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Pretty much. Do you, so then... Now, Okay, like go, all sorry. of those like compliments got negated, and actually it was weird because, um, yeah, I got in trouble actually for it. So it was like, I made all of those people's experiences magical and memorable, and I got in trouble for it. Cool, man. That's that's pretty whack. Pretty wackety doodle. That's not cool. It's just like stand-up comedy where it's like it just he's it's uh, it's about the laughs. Like yeah. who cares how I did it? Like did they have a good time? Right, yeah. And yeah, exactly. I mean, okay. So I I feel like we're uh we got to we got to like start start coming to a to a point on this shit. So Yeah. Like what? What would be like the big questions to ask a costume character? Cuz I'm curious, do you ever like flip-flop between parks? Like were you ever working in uh DCA? 
Yeah, I opened DCA. I was there the like grand what? opening. Oh my god, what what an epically disappointing event to be a part of. <laughs> you know what was funny is actually like the press events were way better than the actual opening because like the press events were like a week before. So like obviously mm-hmm. like which was cool was like a week before or like a week and a half before they like gave all of the employees like passes to go to the park and ride all the rides and do all the stuff and like basically experience the like park before like it opened, Mm -hmm. which was dope. So that was dope. You know, you could, you know, I remember also I'm in the, the original filming of the Soren over California video, not the new one Whoa, that they like. Not the Soren over the world, but not Soren over the world, but Soren over California. I'm in that video, dude. Daryl, you're a friggin' movie star, man. I know, and they I, totally yeah, like it was after a shift, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to stay overtime and film this thing for?" Uh, this new ride that they're making for DCA, and I was like, "How much are they paying me?" And they're like double like you know overtime pay and i'm like stupid money you want some stupid (laughs) money daryl i mean you work at disneyland wearing you know carpet and masks would you like i mean i was already getting like you know at least like double minimum wage from the start so it was already like man i'm already making double minimum wage now you're gonna give me double of that like sure i'll stay an extra two hours or whatever and yeah we just basically it was the end scene of soaring over california where they're like going up and down main street and they're like filming it at night and it's like a big camera uh shot with a helicopter yes and then they like pan up and it's all these fireworks and stuff that fireworks all that that was cg later so, so did they change that for Soren over the world? Mm. Because they still have a shot. <clears throat> they still have a shot where it goes straight down, like the the throat of Main Street, and it they winds might have up kept at uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle. Yeah, I is it at night? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and then they do the like, you know, the fake fireworks effects. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because it's it's yeah. the only thing that changed from them doing soaring over the world in um in Florida is obviously they have they have the Disney World Main Street and Cinderella's Castle so they like, right they did it different because you're there but they might have you should what, have you gone back and checked out soaring over the world I haven't seen soaring over the world no I haven't actually gone back to Disneyland in like at least a decade what. If you haven't been there in a decade, how long were you working? Well, okay, so four years in the in the two thousands. Then I worked from like ninety eight to like two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. Okay. Shit, man. Wow. Okay. So basically, during the like Lakers dominance of the early two thousands. Yeah, and then uh, the Angels won the World Series the year after. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you're getting fired by, uh, or I don't know if you got fired or quit or what? But do you think (laughs) you're leaving the Magic Kingdom directly affected LA sports franchises on an epic scale? 
I would assume so. Yes, obviously I'm a to. narcissist, and uh, everything's <laughs> about me. Yeah. No, I agree. No, but Darryl. I feel Everything like, is about um, you. Yeah. So uh, the cool thing was is like yeah, like so we yeah filmed the the soaring over California. I was Pluto in that. I was on a float. I forget what float it was. Um, it was super dope because I want to say it's like it was the Christmas parade, maybe. Oh, I forget. Oh, so that might be seasonal. I'll check the next time I go and let you know if I if it, it looks might like have not Christmas have been floats. the. It might have just been a generic parade, maybe even the Latin parade. I forget. Mm. I actually wasn't part of the parades department so i wasn't even really like supposed to be on the float i was just there because they needed people for this shoot right right so we did that which was dope but then um the dca like opening yeah that whole week like we did all these like press events and we did all these like i got to meet like drew carey and all these like abc stars oh because he's it a was, character it was definitely dope. celebrity limousine or whatever that terrible ride is yeah that's right that's now like not even there anymore and no, we'll be goldberg they it into uh monsters inc or something like that's that. right yeah, yeah it's monsters inc now yeah which i haven't been on either I haven't. I actually haven't for as long as I've been a pass holder, and as many times as I've gone, I've never been on the. I I couldn't even tell you where it is. I can't even tell you where it's friggin' located. Yeah, I mean it's in that like Hollywood backlot area. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, it's roughly around there. I've never seen the entrance. Is the <laughs> Muppets still there? I don't think they have Muppets. I know. I know they have there was the a Muppets, Muppets show there. Yeah. yeah, in Florida, I at um at Hollywood Studios there. It was like Disney a forty experience. They had like uh, Sweetums. I knew a lot of guys that would do Sweetums, which was uh, a pretty cake shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was like five shows, and you'd have like an hour and a half in between each show. Oh my goodness. Yeah, is that is that where they have like the uh, the sort of like maquette sort of character, and you can like have it do set motions and set expressions, and like you just make up jokes, and you're like, "Oh, hi, ma'am, this is what your face looks like," and then you press a button, and oh, it's like, eh. <laughs> no, it wasn't that character. The Sweetums character was actually like a role in the movie. So like, there mm-hmm. was a portion in the movie where like. Sweetums, you know the Muppet Sweetums. He was like that big monster. Oh yeah, yeah, like, big, big Hey guys, one. how's it going? Oh okay, yeah. This this is just exposing how little I know or care about fucking Muppets. So um, <laughs> continue talking if you want to, but I'm gonna tune it out. <laughs> go go on. Yeah. So he basically like comes in and and interacts like with the audience like halfway. Like, and he walks down the aisles of the theater, like, looking for the bunny who is uh, the, you know, main character of the of the show. Right. Yeah. This, this is sounding vaguely familiar, but I... Bean Bunny. That's his name. Anyway, yeah. 
deep cuts on the Disney Muppet <laughs> canon. I when they okay, so they like they bought all of Marvel, and I was like, makes sense. That makes them a lot of money. And then they bought all of Star Wars, and I was like, that makes sense. That makes them a lot of money. And then they bought all of the Muppets, and I was like, really though? Like, did you? Well, guys, it's weird. It's like like kind of Jim Henson like the Muppets that bad <laughs> like you already have like a couple yeah. rides like what did you what else are you hoping to get out of the Muppets well Jim Henson kind of like sold like like they parsed out their like you know creature factory where it's like all of the Muppets franchise goes to Disney but like all of the Sesame Street goes to Warner Brothers it's mm-hmm. it's really weird yeah, that's crazy. I mean, if you were buying some like proprietary puppeteering, you know, marionette shit from the company, then. But I mean, that technology is like fifty years old now, so. I don't. Yeah, I just. It just didn't make sense to me. It didn't seem to me that like, oh, the Muppets hold such a titanic sway over like over popular culture as these other two. Do you think it's because like? Muppets are kind of like synonymous with Lucas films. Like you can't have like, you know, Yoda without the Muppets. I mean, that is true. And they definitely, uh, they definitely collabed with, um, Jim Henson labs for a lot of like captain EO and, you know, other, right. Yeah. Other stuff. Oh like man. That. Captain EO. Fun fact yeah, too. Bringing up Captain EO. I was there the last film the last show of captain neo at disneyland like of the original run because they brought it back in the they brought it back when he died right but i was i was there the last they took show it away when that hbo documentary came out right yes yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i was there when they took it away the first time and brought in like honey i shrunk the audience but we were there me and my mm. friend two friends we went there literally after school. We had season passes, and we were like, oh, man, like like Thursday this today they're going to like have the last showing, like 5 o'clock. That's going to be like literally the last time they show Captain EO. And, and we're like, man, we can make it because we took the bus from Placentia to Anaheim, and that was like pretty much like an hour and a half ride maybe. Mm-hmm. And we made it in time to watch the final show of Captain EO, and it was glorious because we were literally like the only ones in the theater. Like nobody gave a shit. We're like literally yeah. like running down Main Street, going like, "Everybody, it's the last showing! Everybody, it's the last yeah. showing!" That's the the like, running theme of all Disney um, theater shows: is no one gives a fuck. It's it's really. It's just a great place to go if it's a hot afternoon and you need a break from the sun. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Captain Ian was so fucking sweet with Angelica Houston. And, oh, man. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Okay. So, Daryl, we are coming up on that magical time. We we just hit about an hour. Um, So... Robert doesn't know that I'm going to do this, but I wanted to ask you a very 
<clears throat> Excuse me. A very intimate question. Oh, yeah? Yes. If you could design any ride, and it was your dream ride, like yeah. like of something that you've just always wanted to build but doesn't exist, what would your dream ride entail? Hmm. Interesting. I kind of would like to have it all. Like, could we have, like, a ride that literally had it all where it was, like, half roller coaster, half dark ride, half water ride, half 4D experience? So you know, you're talking could we about... Have literally it all all right so you're talking about like a like a cars or test track or a journey to the center of the earth yeah type of thing or i like that one are. um what about that harry potter ride that's at universal right now oh the one that makes everyone nauseous yeah like okay I've if we could make people it, less <laughs> nauseous I agree. It made me almost nauseous. It, it it definitely made me like, oh, I need to stop watching these Voldemorts and these muggles. I think, but dude, I, I yeah, I think I just figured it all out. What yeah. if you did Pirates of the Caribbean, but you added mm-hmm. like roller coaster elements to it, because then you have like okay. elements of the of the splashdown at the very beginning, you know, and then you can like, you're like going through the land like it's a dark ride, but then maybe you're getting into like a little cannon fodder and then it's like a thrill ride again or something. You know what I mean? Okay. I just thought of it. Okay. I, I okay. like your idea. I mean, your, your idea is valid and I, I like appreciate your idea, it. but it's shit. Go on. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, I I love Back to the Future, and I hate the ride that they originally made at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. That ride was dumb, and the Simpsons ride that they like kind of stuck the skin on w- is just as bad. Like I don't know what that is, but that ride, those hydraulics, whatever the fucking mechanics of that fucking system is, is fucking dog shit. They mm-hmm. need to get rid of all of that stuff. What they need to do is okay. Here they here's what you do. You take the mechanics from the Peter Pan ride at Disneyland. So okay, you so make, swinging, so like suspension. Okay, right. It's like a suspension, like flying type of ride or whatever, and mm-hmm. you recreate the Back to the Future storyline, all three movies. With that dark ride element. So you're a flying fucking DeLorean going through like just these, you know, dark stills, these little like featurettes of like, you know, the movie and stuff. And then you just see like, you know, like you see the lightning strike with that like Hill Valley. You see like him almost make out with his mom. You see Mm -hmm. like him fighting uh mad dog mcgriff or whatever his name is i forget his name (laughs) so okay this is this is starting to sound a lot like um rise of the resistance have you been on i i mean it's not it's not suspended but it definitely combines like movie elements dark ride is that the terminator ride no, no, it's the new Star Wars ride that just opened. Oh, at I haven't seen that one. 
Yeah, the yeah. one that's like the Millennium Falcon ride or whatever. No, 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 no. They have a they have a second Star Wars ride where what? it's like you're part of the resistance. And without spoiling Hell anything, yeah. it's not people have like tried to ride it and not gotten on yet. Um, yeah, it's basically what? you like, stood in line and you didn't get on. No, dude. Okay, so that's the thing. I don't want to like get too into it. I can talk to you more about it off air because we are we're like yeah. running a little long. Um, but yeah, you have to like go to the park when it opens, like at rope drop, and you have to be on the app for like a virtual queue. And Holy even shit. then, you have to like keep refreshing your phone. And some people don't get into the queue for the ride. And like also, oh, it's like the fast a pass. lot. It's like a lot of new technology. So um, the ride kind of uh, breaks down a lot. So, they but give it's a you dark a ride, and or like, uh... it's it's like a hybrid ride. It's like a thrill ride combined with a dark ride, and then cool. you're on like a, um, a like magnetic track. So you're on this like kind of like speedy ass go kart thing as you're like man, as, like laser let's beams go. Are shooting at you and shit. Let's Dude, go. it's dope. It's let's go. It is worth it, man. You should you should check it out. It sounds like it's not it's not suspended like you want, but it might uh it might give you that yeah uh, that's that what sweet, I want sweet like dark ride I want fix. like a high a hybrid dark ride like kind of like the poo ride, but mm-hmm. you know just like yeah cool animatronics mixed in with some like really cool like visual effects that are mm-hmm. like practical, but it's all based on like the they, like Back to the Future trilogy. They went all out and they did a really good job of like incorporating like physical elements that like come into like 3D space using animatronics and using like digital screens and projectors. Hell so, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, dude. You, did we'll, you go uh, on the Nemo ride? That was probably like the last like new ride I went on. I, dude, I've been on the Nemo ride. That shit is not for tall people. I like it's also I wasn't I don't know what it is time I was on that shit yeah it's I like the premise but it it feels like it just fails in like execution mm-hmm yeah I mean the submarine ride was never like a real Jim dandy of a ride anyway so no it wasn't so like they kind of just like put lipstick on the pig you know yeah, and then now that it's like I've heard like weird things where they can't get rid of that like water because it's like holding up the fucking Matterhorn or something. What? So it's like, yeah, like in order to like get rid of like the like lagoon or whatever that's like where Nemo is, it's like they would have to like reinforce the Matterhorn like super strong. Oh, so like the pool, the like little splashdown pool at the Matterhorn is maybe shared with the lagoon water source? Yeah, and it's also like basically a substrate where it's holding the like all the the spackle and whatever the Matterhorn is made up of. That's crazy. That's insane. And also I want to like... Quickly throw out the like popular myth: there isn't a full court basketball court underneath the Matterhorn. It's oh, just dude, they talked about this in hoop. the Imagineer show. It's just a hoop. It's just a hoop. It's not a fucking court. Like, calm down. 
Yeah, no, no, no. They they definitely showed that on the Imagineer show, which you should you should watch if you uh, get bored and lonely on Disney Plus. But Daryl, mm. Daryl, we are running long. You are delightful. Yeah, we wish you we could talk to you for another hour, and uh, you know, Robert. No, hopefully, Robert uh, I'll get to talk to, to Robert back next on. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, he's a better interviewer than me and uh i really hope he approves of the job that i'm doing because i need a father figure in my life so obviously um, i would have totally have rather talked to robert but i mean i guess you do we'd all rather be talking to robert right now you know you're fine i guess i know but also i'm gonna go watch i'm gonna go watch captain neo right now i'm gonna go (laughs) also watch myself in uh soren over california I'm going to be doing a lot of reminiscing. Before you uh, take off and do all that great stuff, Daryl, do you want to tell people where they can uh, follow you and find you and plug your podcast and all that stuff? Yeah, obviously find me anywhere on social media at This Comics Life, or you can follow me at my podcast, which is also This Comics Life, or uh, a, a fabulous recap show of the famous sex in the city show Ooh. on hbo it's sex called you're such a sex city. yeah okay. not sex in the city it's sex and no that's the a city. common that's another common misconception that we are exploding right here and now sex and hell the yeah city. and what's it's the, called you're such a sex in the city podcast Excellent. All right. Well, Daryl Williams, you are a consummate delight, my friend. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Of course. Zach, anytime. Let's get together sometime in real life. Yeah. Well, you know, when when it won't threaten my life, I'd be more than happy to right. oblige. Right. All right. right. Any- Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. My name is Danny Frank, and I hope you enjoyed that interview with Daryl and Zach, I know I did about this much. <laughs> well, you can't see how much because it is a gun pointed at a crying family. Anyhow, we're going to finish it off with a last qu- song. It's going to be Death of a Burrito by Dick Neptune with John Shevsky and Tejitos Malos from the Dick Neptune album entitled Duets with the Stars. Take it away, Robert. <laughs>
Mills laugh often wondered, will there be an afterlife? Is there a heaven where we will meet again? No! Bill's in burrito hell! Yeah.